0: Welcome to the sports class with Justin and Jamal. It's Thursday. It's American Thanksgiving. And it's time for the sports class. Welcome to the sports class with Justin and Jamal. I'm Jamal Cox. I'm joined by a man who's scouring the internet for tickets to Ann Arbor, Justin Kelly. Say hello to the people.
1: Gobble, gobble, baby. Gobble, gobble. <laughs>
0: Happy Turkey Day to you for all of our listeners down south. Absolutely. Soak it up. Yes, sir. Hope you got some gravy, got all the fixings, all the sides you need, a little mac and cheese. I was going to say, you, you
1: mentioned your auntie's mac and cheese a few weeks ago. Let's get some of that delivered up here. Get auntie auntie to send it up to I, Little Owl Studios, JC.
0: I'll do my best. I, I got a recipe on hand. I'll see if I can whip something up this weekend to celebrate.
1: What a cool thought. Maybe there's some of your family in some part of the state of Virginia. Maybe tomorrow on on Friday afternoon or on Saturday, they're listening to this. They're in the backyard. Somewhere, God, I'm sure it's 30 degrees. It's somewhere in Virginia (laughs) this weekend, and you know maybe they just put the earbuds in, they sit in the back of the yard with a cold drink, and they just listen to 30 minutes of the sports class. What a nice thought that might be if I if I may project to our uh, American listeners.
0: Oh, I love it! It's a heartwarming thing. Long weekend, nothing better to do than to listen to the sports class. Word up! (laughs) How are you, pal? I'm doing well. You know it's been it's been a week. Happy to get to Thursday looking forward to the weekend this is uh always the highlight of my week so happy to be here with you how about you How are things
1: things are well thanks pal things are really well now i just want to address something quickly off the hop if i may be so bold took a little flack in the dms and the text messages for last week's episode well guess what pals listen uh, jc and i were doing our best on this not every week's going to be an absolute uh, it's got, always going to be a gold or a silver medal. Sometimes it's a bronze, but here we are. We're back better than ever. Thanks for listening. We're trying our best. It is what it, it is. What it is, JC, you feel me on that?
0: I feel you. We, uh, we knocked the rust off last week, but we're back and going to do our best this week to keep you entertained.
1: As they say at the U.S. Open, pressure is a privilege.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> uh, well, we're talking American Thanksgiving... You had, um, uh, kind of uh, ironic, might be a bit strong, but you had a bit of a moment today. Fill the listeners in on something that happened in your personal life.
0: Yeah, today I became a Canadian citizen.
1: Hey now.
0: Yeah, it's been in the works and... The king of the green card. That's right,
1: that's right. The prince of Poipu, the king of the green card.
0: <laughs> that's right, today I pledge allegiance to the king, just as all good Canadians do. Right, I, re- I think I remember doing that. Cough. Chuckled while I did it, to be honest. Yeah. You know, monarchies.
1: And this has been a... Like, how long is this process? Give me a little taste of this process.
0: You know what? It's been pretty quick. It's quicker than I anticipated. I submitted my paperwork initially at the end of June, midway, in, end point of June. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This actually was my third time that i was offered the ability to do the uh, the oath over zoom what yes. a modern world we live in yes. what a time to be alive um the two previous times i was unable to attend because one of the aspects of it is you have to be you can't be leaving the country in time soon but i had that trip to the u.s to hawaii planned right because on right, the call right. while you're while you're uh you know, about to take your oath. You- they
1: want a Canadian
0: goose flying by the window? <laughs> you have to be in the country, A. B, they make you...
1: Canadian geese, Canadian
0: goose. Carry on. Apologies. it's okay. They make you cut up your permanent resident card on oh, camera. Because yeah. you're
1: now a citizen.
0: You're a citizen. And then uh, it's kind of like this initiates the process where you're going to submit for a passport. And- I see. You're no longer a permanent resident. You're a citizen. You get the documentation to, to accompany that. So, so yeah. So, I can't leave the country anytime soon. <laughs> you're stuck now, bud. I know. Start my passport process uh, probably this weekend and start applying for that. And then, yeah, I'll be uh, in the dual passport club here. Just like wow. the rest of my family.
1: And you'll have two passports? Or that's a singular passport, two, com- two combined, like like Travis and Jason Kelsey's mom's jersey. <laughs> Those hideous things. <laughs> yeah. What's it? What, you have two? You go full Jason Bourne and you just roll different passports?
0: That's right. Yeah. I have two. You know, it's funny because the passports on the exterior look so similar. Both are that navy and have the gold, yeah. uh, you know, lettering and what have you. But yeah, I'll have two. And it's funny. I was talking to uh, one of my friends who's not from North America and he was like, he was surprised because he's like, oh, so you forfeited your American citizenship? I was like, no, I don't have to forfeit it. I can hmm. still vote against trump next year hell yeah and uh, and now i'll have the the privilege of voting against poly in uh, the coming oh, elections oh heartwarming stuff it. out I of you it. as a new canadian <laughs> you can stay <laughs> but yeah so i'll have both um both passports and just make uh traversing the the continent a little bit easier mm-hmm. like welcome home mm-hmm. welcome home either side of the border nice man and you know possibly some better job opportunities things like that if i ever have to go through any like security things things like that i think you're just kind of expedited a little easier a little easier the main things i can vote hey. you know whatever maybe run for office if i'm crazy so. city
1: councilor i know you were talking about it in the summer a little city councilorship and you're right now you can vote and you can vote against polio so i'm very happy to very happy to hear that
0: yeah thanks just one more vote in the right direction right
1: totally Totally, I uh, like getting political
0: early in the episode. Our Alberta <laughs> listeners
1: turning, immediately turning off their Spotify. <laughs>
0: I'll come back when the college football yeah, starts. That's right.
1: That's right. That's great. Man, now, is there is there, in this process, just quickly, is there what I think there is? Like, you hear stories of, like, there's this, like, there's, like, a test, and there's these steps you have to go through to sort of prove your canadianness for lack of a better is that still part of it or you just have to be someone like you who's married to a canadian citizen and wants to be here etc the
0: the stories you've heard about the lumberjack competitions and uh, maple syrup swilling is, yes they're true they are, so are our prerequisites yeah. jokes aside i didn't have to capture any beavers or anything i like saw that. the
1: setup outside with the axe and the log
0: <laughs> yeah you should have seen it i had the shirt off earlier it was just Neighbors would have loved it. Jokes <laughs> aside, you do have to take a test. It's a standard kind of twenty questions, multiple choice. It, I'm trying to think. I took it a few months back. Essentially, I think you got to get fifteen out of twenty. You got, I a, got, you got 19, eighteen or yeah, eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. 18? I got eighteen. I got eighteen. I can't know. remember. I, I, I missed one or two.
1: But, um, that VCU journalism degree paying off quite well. Thank you very
0: much. <laughs> it was good. It was a lot of things, uh, some geographic things, some historical things. Also, a lot of kind of context with the constitutional monarchy. There were a few things, like the difference between like the prime minister versus the king, hmm. for example. There were like a couple questions about that. <laughs> sure. And um, there were actually some interesting questions that were just, I don't want to say common sense, but they were basically like kind of... How would I say it? Almost like indoctrinating you, or kind of talking about the Canadian way of life, and just kind of like we are a democratic, I see, kind of free Western society. We we don't do X Y Z. Like there's some Z, yeah Z exactly. Since we're Canadian, but, but you know different things where it just kind of distinguishes kind of the flavor of the country is the easiest way i could i could say it but then also yeah it's nice to know like the the capital of all the provinces and things like that too as
1: long as there's no fahrenheit celsius questions i think we'll both be all right yeah
0: convert fahrenheit
1: can't do it immediate beat of sweat (laughs) dripping down your head
0: metric
1: yeah so um, so that happened earlier today on thanksgiving in america and here we are i don't know 10 hours later feels good feels nice you feel or it doesn't you have no feels about it
0: it feels good you know what it feels good yeah yeah it actually feels better than i anticipated and i'll tell a brief story about that for me i'm a person kind of coming into the situation a person of privilege i'm married to a a canadian you've been living in canada canada since what year july 2014 almost 10 years go on. So long in the works, you know, it's one of those things I've kind of put off. If you could say, I know a lot of people that have almost immediately obtained their citizenship and I've just kind of put it off for, for one reason or another.
1: I watch 90 day fiance on Sunday nights.
0: Go on. (laughs) So for me, as I was saying, like I'm, I have my American passport. I have my, my permanent residency. It's not a big deal for me. I'm able to go back to the U S if, if so be it for one reason or another. But a lot of the people that were on this zoom call, I think there's 112 of us that were taking the oath today. A lot of these people were coming from situations that were much more fraught. Let's say like maybe they're immigrants, maybe refugees, um, little more challenging situations. Yeah. Joining up with family members maybe had been here for a long time prior and it was cool because you're in this Zoom room and you're kind of waiting for, to go into these breakout rooms, and, which it's kind of funny like now looking back at it. But anyway, you're waiting and you're kind of, everybody has their camera on. And you can see that like, for me, I'm just in my like upstairs office like taking an hour out of work and I'm, there's not a lot of um, pageantry, let's say. But then there's people who are wearing their Sunday's best and have Canadian flags behind them And you can see that people really, really means a lot. There was a family. That's kind of neat. It's cool. There was a family of four with young kids, kids probably in and around our kids' ages. Yes. And they looked, they were going to a wedding. Like they were just decked out. And This is a big, big one of the top 10 days of their lives thus far. Big time. Incredible. That's
1: pretty pretty fucking cool
0: it was really cool and yeah. once i kind of caught those vibes and caught their energy i can see even some people were a little bit mm. nervous you mm. know some people their uh, english or french is is not their native language you mm-hmm. can just kind of detect that once we started to take the oath because you have to take the oath with everybody you go off mic it's quite funny actually there's a judge who's administering taking the oath and and then as well you get to the point which you love everybody Sings O oh Canada together. Oh, I, love, I do like that. I don't know the words. I know the opening salvo there. Sorry,
1: you don't know the words?
0: No. Come on. Words. Why would I know the words to O Canada? Because
1: you're a Canadian
0: citizen now. Well, I'll learn them now. But here's the kicker oh, for you, me. Oh, you were fighting it before? No. Here's the thing. Like, I don't speak French very well. And, like, it's a hybrid. Like, they rock the hybrid. They came oh. out... So we're. I'll grant there, you a little room on that. It was quite funny actually because Julia was in the room and she caught the vibe and she started singing. And when they got to the French, you could see just every like. <laughs> people, Everyone fizzles out. Kind of like. Ba, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, Julia's over here like off camera, just like singing. And then she just proceeded to sing the whole rest of the thing in French. Like I don't know, some kind of a weird flex, maybe. Sure. But also, she speaks French fluently. But so. I'm just sit there and I'm just like, are there other countries that have their national anthem like vacillate between languages? Mm. Maybe Good question. maybe, but uh, to me that's a bit foreign, pun intended. Mm. But it was kind of funny. So we're singing that and I honestly don't know the French what the French words mean in the middle French verses and yes. the hybrid. Yeah. And I was talking to a, a colleague today who's uh, born and bred in Montreal. She said she didn't know the English. Uh, the English version. She knew know the English version until she was like 18. She didn't even know it existed as a kid. That was only like hmm. French sans anglais. Hmm. So there's just like so many interesting things about that which I, I, I won't go too deep into. But that moment in particular was really cool because we are all singing and we finish and then you know like congratulations and you're in this virtual zoom room with all these people and everyone is joyous everyone is celebratory they've they've maybe climbed a mountain they've escaped something they've got they've gotten to a goal they've they're excited about possibly a new life or the mm-hmm. next chapter of their life in mm-hmm. this country and what that could bring for them it's neat. and that caught that vibe like for me and i'm not gonna lie honestly i was like this is another thing to do on a thursday at 9am ticking a box
1: yeah Something I, get, I need to do
0: something I need to do because yeah. I had like I got really excited when I passed the exam and I got all the Stuff and this was kind of just kind of It's like this was let's like, make it
1: official. This is
0: making official yeah. But meanwhile once I was in that room enjoying that time it was like the happiest Graduation I've ever witnessed like it was just really cool um, So it was it was a special moment and, and as we were exiting the zoom call you know, people were kind of snapping selfies and things like that.
1: And you dropped uh, a sports gloss pod. You dropped the pod in a little advertising with those 112 <laughs> people. By the way, you new Canadians, <laughs> really happy to be here with you. Check us out on Spotify and <laughs> Apple. Don't forget about our friends at Betstab.
0: <laughs> I don't think the judge was like that. Nah, you didn't? I don't think I could do that. Hmm. But um, But I will say, as we were exiting, there were people literally waving flags people saying i like this yeah people saying like congratulations thank you smiles and if you've ever been on like a you know a zoom call or like some sort of a virtual call like that was people were exiting you know you're just kind of this like cascade of people exiting and seeing faces on the screen and people thank you congratulations congratulations good luck neat and it was it was cool it was a special moment that's fun you know how i celebrated afterwards how uh, some friends, a uh, friend of the pod, Harris, brought me some all-dressed chips. I like it. And uh, um, some um, maple biscuits, little maple biscuits. Sure. But also Julia made a trip to uh, Tim Hortons. Got
1: you that double-double, eh? No.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, eh? <laughs> it's okay. Uh, a really... little
1: Canadian jargon for you.
0: <laughs> I had a um, at a farmer's wrap, which is a national treasure. I, had a wrap. I remember
1: you are hyping the Farmer's Wrap when you were camping out at the Authentics, if, I, right. if memory serves.
0: I, I always go back for it, too. I had wow. a Farmer's Wrap and a maple donut, and that was my fuel for the morning. I would say that's uh, Canadian baptism. <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure. I do think, if I may be so bold, I do think you need to learn the the Canadian anthem in English. Let's. I don't need the French. I think we should pr- probably lock that in. I mean, if I know the American, <laughs> you should probably know the Canadian. I'll get there. Well, another ten years, I guess, eh?
0: Hey? <laughs> I'll work out at these holidays. Yeah,
1: we get we over the holidays.
0: <laughs> I'll be ready for the next Olympics. Yeah,
1: gather around, gather around. Daddy's gonna sing the Canadian national anthem. Why, why are you, did you start humming? What are you talking? T- t- <laughs> sh- why are you humming the second verse?
0: <laughs> Uh oh, it's great but it was a good time and yes like it was it was an interesting juxtaposition of a day and a time for me because i have a little bit of fomo friends are Fair. sending me sending me um you know kind of pictures of their spread for the day what they're eating for thanksgiving things they're doing a little sweet potato pie coming out of the oven yeah a couple of nice birds People people lamenting that, uh, as they ought to do every year, no matter how they've done prior to the day, the Detroit Lions disappoint people and lose parlays for people. America's sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, sort
1: of. Well, they're... On a historical day, they you know, they stayed with their history. They lost.
0: <laughs> they lost. They look
1: like birds.
0: Cowboys beat Washington as they ought to do. Detroit loses to uh interdivision foe as they ought to do.
1: Well, let's just wrap up the three games in the NFL and then the the local team, the the Seahawks, got absolutely waxed by the 49ers in the third game of the day. I yeah. lost a little money on Bet Stamp on that one. Pete yeah. Carroll, Grandpa Pete.
0: Ugh. Yeah, there was, Gino didn't look good, and, and the Hawks didn't look good, and that uh, first Those place, uniforms
1: didn't look good either.
0: <laughs> they're just kind of uh, going in line with the uh, in-season in, uh, in tournament that's going to happen tomorrow for the NBA, just kind of a, a little co-opt there. <laughs> but that. all that being said, yeah, it was a pretty special day. It was a cool day. I'm still riding high off of my uh, Thanksgiving put- uh, Thanksgiving and, and uh, citizenship double
1: that's fun man good for you
0: yeah man yeah what about you how's how's your week going
1: briefly i just want to touch on um something we've a recurring theme on the pod and and where i was on sunday morning
0: oh yeah Um,
1: yeah yeah no i walked into one of the hottest clubs in victoria (laughs) sunday at 10 a.m one of the hot spots in the city for the young people i don't go there well, I guess I do. I'm talking about the trampoline park that is f- 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 Flying Squirrel. I roll in there. Let me give it to you. I roll in there at at 10 a.m. on Sunday. We had a birthday in our house. So I took a small collection of kids to Flying Squirrel early for the open. I was there before it opened on Sunday morning. Uh, bells and whistles on, smile on my face. To get in there to beat the rush there at Flying Squirrel on Sunday uh, for a little little birthday celebration, and we roll in there, and I've got it's it's my daughter plus three others I was looking after. So we go in, we sign in. I won't give you the whole story. The kids had a great time. Boy, we went for an hour hard, and yes, I went because I have a gift card. I must say, I went because I have a That's gift okay. card. No took, judgment. No, no, it's the only reason why I'm going. It took the sting <laughs> out of the balance, right? For the other four, all four of these children. Yep. We went for an hour and by 11 when we left man was it getting busy it was getting hairy there was birthday uh happy birthday being sung DJ on the loudspeaker little bit uh sort of um strip club vibes you know like <laughs> it's uh it's Johnny's birthday everybody hey hell stop stop what you're doing and look over at table 12 <laughs> little jimmers turning
0: 12
1: jimmers turning 12 we've got little caesars on the table anyway join me in singing him a happy birthday will you out there folks <laughs> you know that, uh, that kind of thing yeah yeah right so it's getting busy by the end i walked in there a little trepidatious because it's one thing to go to flying squirrel with your old children yeah and and it's there's a lot of moving parts these kids they do not have point guard vision i'm always worried about the clunking of coconuts and i just had this feeling i gotta say to mod's dad hey sorry mod broker tib fib (laughs) you know you know yeah or mod's face is swollen because another kid ran into him no injuries no waterworks we were thank you. We roll out of there, and I'll say it again. I walk out of there like Conor McGregor, right? We, we, that's a win, <laughs> baby. That's a king win. That is. You
0: were rolling solo. Solo.
1: Wow. Yeah. Bold. Yeah, bold strategy, Cotton. I rolled in there solo with these four young six-year-olds, and <laughs> we we they had a blast. No injuries. Oh, and I had Zadie Bow in tow. Yeah. So I was glued to her because she wants to be in the mix, right? right and and so it's it's a whole thing but but we survived we advanced yes no 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 one cried and we got the fuck out of there at 11 sharp and as things were getting very hairy as i mentioned and we carried on we we came back to a little bit of um had like a little bit of cake and the other birthday accoutrement and we carried on with our day but yeah rolled into flying squirrel and i texted you when i was there and it was just you know parents on their phone pop today's pop music blasting at a high decibel (laughs) teenagers yelling at kids to you know look for it's a whole fucking scene
0: the escalating odor of body body odor just like
1: body body odor for some reason some of these parents think it's a good idea to talk on speaker in here right or facetime what are you what are you you jackals doing in their mom and dad like get it together anyway Big time survive in advance, but... Uh, That's yeah. a win. That's a huge win for Yeah, the week. No, no tears. No tears. The other thing happening in my house, and I never experienced this as a kid, and, and I don't know if this has come into roost here in, in the Cox residence, but it probably has to some degree because it's in our, our kid's school. The fuck... The, the, the lice. There's lice at the school. Yes. Everyone's got lice. Yes. So what do I have in my freezer right now? I got three hats. I got... <laughs> <laughs> I got my lucky Michigan hat. I got my Connor Stallions lucky Michigan hat in the freezer right now.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Beside, beside the aforementioned birthday ice cream cake, I got three. I got three lids in the freezer currently. Currently, <laughs> my lucky Michigan hat better be free and clear by Saturday morning at nine a.m., sir. That's the truth. <laughs> you
0: do what you gotta do. I'm sorry. Hopefully, you know this is the last batch last worry but yeah just that uh this, that invisible it la- and it
1: lasts forever these lice these l- i never had lice as a kid i remember getting checked yeah i never got it but it's on our house and it's a battle it's a battle and it it
0: it lingers oh do you have to let it linger well then you have like the ghost lice too i think we talked oh, about yeah, this before yeah, where yeah, you're just yeah. like you just feel like my hair it's itchy. psychosomatic it? you're itching your head yeah. all day yeah. Yeah, it's a ba- it's a rough
1: way to live. Yeah,
0: it's brutal. Well, hopefully this is this is the end of that, and and then we can move on to uh, the brighter days there. But you're fighting the good fight. <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> Something I wanted to to hit on, and we were talking about American Thanksgiving, and like we're kind of moving to the holidays. You're we talking about like music being pumped in. Did you hear? Did you hear any Christmas theme Christmas music when you were at Flying Squirrel? No. Had they turned it on yet? Nope. Nope. No. Nope, no. Nope. Nope. I have heard. I have heard Christmas music
1: at one of the local grocers that I'm a patron of. I've heard it the last couple of weeks, not just this past weekend. I heard it the weekend before. And yes, I did make mention of it to the manager. Casually. <laughs> Casually. You said turn it up? Not in a not in an aggressive way. But yeah. like, is that Christmas music in here?
0: In aisle five? <laughs> it's, you- it's November 16th leave me the fuck alone and he looks right back at you he says it's mariah carey season
1: bitch you know what he said to me what he, he said this guy and i think in a moment of honesty because he was tell uh, he could tell i was a straight shooter yeah he says he sort of says he inferred it's corporate man and then he looks at, <laughs> yeah. he looks at me and he says they're just trying to bleed you for everything you're worth
0: wow yeah and i was like fuck i know existential (laughs) yeah
1: i was like yeah i know and i feel that i'm feeling that way you think i'm buying a butterball turkey for christmas today on sunday november 16th
0: you gotta keep room for the hats in the freezer you're not buying i can't i can't put a turkey in there (laughs) no room (laughs) my hat collection is in there my art (laughs) no i feel you the reason I asked this, is that it kind of leads into uh, our Q and A with J and J, and I got a sponsor this week. What is it? Q and A with J and J, brought to you by balloons. Mm. Balloons, the ultimate distraction for your kids. Keepy uppy. Hey, time to leave for school. Running a little bit behind. Get those shoes on. No, no, no. Drop everything you're doing. There's a balloon on the premises. Let's play keepy uppy.
1: Well, I mentioned we had a birthday in our house. We got I think on in our house right now we've got twelve balloons floating around. It's it's a nightmare.
0: It is a nightmare. Yeah. Hey guys, time for dinner. Let's sit down. Where'd Nico go? Oh, he's chasing a balloon down the hall. <laughs> down the stairs. Guys, you brush your teeth, time for bed. Why is there a balloon in the bathroom? <laughs> I was like, these guys are trying it out for the fucking. You get in the, you hop in
1: the shower to wash your ass. There's a blue balloon in here.
0: <laughs> Keep you up the Olympics. Um, I don't know, twenty thirty four or whatever. They're they're gonna be ready. I can tell you that. But balloons, I've just been rampant throughout my house, causing distractions. And I just wanted to give a shout out to balloons. Thank you for your service. I did have
1: to explain helium. We had yes. a, we had a birthday balloon with he You know, a unicorn head with helium in it and i had to explain that like how that works yes anyway, did you it,
0: do it in a helium soaked voice <laughs> no i should have though good point yeah i should have
1: shit <laughs> nice time. one nice Next one <laughs> it's starting to sort of fade it's like starting to falter a little bit but there's probably a little helium and
0: i might suck that back tomorrow <laughs> there you go yeah oh, i love it so the q and a jj this week is this kind of on this <laughs> christmas theme we're passing this uh, milestone if you will if you're American with American Thanksgiving and Black Friday being tomorrow Justin Kelly when should you put up your Christmas tree if you are so inclined to put up a Christmas tree now let's be clear different strokes for different
1: folks these are our opinions yes but I have a strong opinion on this
0: my opinion opinion is fact yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) December 1st From December 1st onward, you can go as hog-ham-was, hog-crazy, what did our boy Coach Jim say? You can go hog-wild as much as you want after December 1st. That's right. Play the Christmas music. I wouldn't wouldn't probably be playing um, uh, Christmas music in early December yet. That's my choice. But if you want to do it after December 1st, hark the Herald Angels sing. (laughs) Fill your friggin' boots, right? Yeah. But you come at me in November. With some Christmas lights, or some Christmas music, or some
0: any sort of decoration, we got we got beef, my friend. This is why I like you so much, because <laughs> I have an agreeance. I'll give you a little bit more leeway, a little bit more of a longer leash, and I can say, if you want to do it after Black Friday, long weekend in the States, go ahead, put it up this weekend. But just like you, there is a, hmm, how can I say it? a finite number of Christmas songs. There's a small catalog of mm-hmm. Christmas songs. I don't want to dip into that catalog mm-hmm. too early so that <laughs> December, on the, on the you know, whatever, mm-hmm. third day of Christmas, mm-hmm. I'm going to gouge my fucking ears <laughs>
1: because Mm-mm. I
0: can't hear jingle bells anymore. Mm-mm.
1: Now, I do want to mention, I am building, I'm building perhaps the greatest... Winter playlist in the history of Spotify. I do want to state that. Wow. I seven songs in. Not one of not one of them is a Christmas song. Now, I will okay. get there. Eventually, when I'm work my way to build this playlist up, I will add in as we get closer to the day, I'm gonna add in a little bit more festive music, Christmas music. but but as I'm building my winter playlist, I mean, I'm slow playing that second half until we get down the road a little bit. You know what I mean? I find if you rush the, again, my opinion, you rush the Christmas music, the Christmas feelings, the lights, the the decorations, man. then you, like, especially like us, if you have kids, everyone gets all geeked up and all excited for it. And by the hit, the time you hit December 21st, when you actually want to be cresting the hill of the Christmas mojo,
0: people are burnt out. Goddamn right. Yeah. I agree, and then you know what the come down is even harsher too. You get to like January one, January two, Oof. and you've just had this month of just snacks, slow play it,
1: drinks, slow play it,
0: well, presents. That, yeah, like uh, my family is big into the uh, advent calendar. I did not yeah. grow up with an advent calendar, yeah. but Julia loves an advent calendar. I do too. I I got I'm at odds with it at times because sure. my kids. Like Pavlov's dog, they just kind of get conditioned, and then you know every morning they're coming down. What's in the What's in the advent yeah. calendar for yeah. today? And it's just that dopamine hit, and they just keep riding that. And then you cut them off in January, and you say, "Go back to school." Yeah, but and it's 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 rough. January. Well, is life's rough. rough. Yeah, you look yeah. at the credit card statement, in January. <laughs> well, oh, that that's uh, <laughs> also rough. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just can't. I just can't get behind. And again, to each their own. I just can't get behind. Even even riding my bike over here tonight, there's Christmas lights everywhere. These guys. Are, I'm seeing trees through the windows. So I have ju- a whole another just,
0: week of November, by the way. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And Man. yeah, I could go on on this, but I don't want to sound like a total hater. But yeah,
0: delay, delay. Spoken like two true Grinches.
1: Also, um, one of the local radio stations that we've had a little bit of correspondence with, you and I, hoping to maybe get a a guest on the pod there, they're sort of uh, like a rock, soft rock, contemporary station. They they turn close to Christmas. They turn all Christmas music all the time, 24-7, in a bold move (laughs) to do that. Yeah. I, I was listening the other day whilst working, and I hear them say that on this Friday, hours away, now that I think about it, they're going at like 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, they're flipping the Christmas switch, and they're going full Christmas music all the time tomorrow, November 24th. Good luck. Now, that to me is so asinine. I cannot wrap my head around that. But I'm not the brightest bulb. But I, I'm not the brightest Christmas decoration. But I don't get that.
0: I'm with you, friend. I, that's a little too early. That's for effed blood. up.
1: That's effed <laughs> up. Again, December first. Yeah. Fill your boots. Let's go. I'm not. I'm not there with you on December first. But if you want to do that on December first, fair fucking
0: dinkum, mate.
1: Yep. But sis. yow, bro. <laughs> yow.
0: I'm with you. I'm glad to know that I am uh, aligned with some of the similar, uh, similar thoughts here. There's axis of evil over here. Just uh, the war on Christmas continues in the sports class. <laughs> Before we go to break, I just wanted to make mention again, uh, we're happy as always to be working with our friends over at Stamp. If you haven't done so yet, check them out and uh, see if you can get a few ducats to help with your christmas shop in there make some smart bets
1: download the bet stamp app app go through the process it's not that hard and all of a sudden what Betstamp does is they so, sort of coordinate all the uh other betting apps in your region that are applicable to you wherever you live simplify it nice 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 and easy and away you go if you're new to sports betting which jamal and i were before we dove in with bet stamp Best that makes it real easy, super simple once you download the app. It's it's quite a fun process and adds another layer to uh, to watching sports and being involved with
0: sports. For sure, yeah. You can find them at signupexpert.com slash SG. SG. That's right, for Sports Gloss. One other thing I want to mention, this week we were uh, fortunate enough to be featured on Amazon Music's indie podcast, Amplifier. Um, so basically they are kind of shining a light on some of the newer kind of indie podcasts in Canada and uh, we're on that list and happy to be a part of that list and, and share that with a lot of other burgeoning podcasts so um, you can find us in so many places uh, Apple Spotify and numerous other places and Amazon Music is another one um, we also work with Acast to get our podcast out so shout out to them so just want to say thanks for, for both Betstamp and uh, Amazon Music for working with us. Tell your friends. Let's take a break. Having multiple sportsbook accounts is the simplest way to maximize your profits, and there's never been a better time to sign up than now. When you visit our page, signupexpert.com/sg, you will be connected to all the books in your region, along with a review of each platform and its unique benefits. All these sports books have valuable sign up offers for new users, and when you register through our link, you automatically receive the top offer at each one. If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, please consider signing up for your next sports book at slash SG. Welcome back to the Sports Gloss it's time it's here it's time we were just talking about christmas before the break this is justin's christmas better than christmas way better than christmas the big games here y'all michigan ohio state number two number three in the country jamal do you know
1: this is the 118th time that michigan has played ohio state in the game
0: the 118th time it's wild it's wild man can you um, set a little bit of context to like these states border each other? They often are vying for top recruits. Are they ever? And basically, fans that are allegiant to these teams hate. The other team yeah like deep deep hatred
1: that border there's a lot of <laughs> we we're talking about you getting your canadian citizenship and dancing on the 49th parallel which you can now do <laughs> yeah <clears throat> there's no dancing on the border of michigan and ohio there's a there is a general and serious hatred between the two a sports hatred i would say but that's what makes college football so great again the 118th time these teams have played and I would say that like in recent memory this game the implications of this game and where these two teams sit you said they're ranked two and three and the and and what could happen during this game and after this game I mean this game is so loaded this game is an absolutely loaded potato it's got it's got it all it's got it all JC I am (sighs) i my excitement for this is palpable i can't wait my only my only negative let's start negatively this game should be played at four o'clock pacific time it should this game should be a night game but again in in college football it always comes back to tv it comes back to espn and fox and nbc and cbs blah 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 all that bullshit yep this game starts at 9 a.m pacific which really hurts my heart but my that won't that won't um my enthusiasm won't fade for this game and for my love of the michigan wolverines i am it's let's go let's go
0: no it's it's great there's so much on the line here there's a trip to the big 10 championship game play against iowa there's potentially however things play out uh these next couple weekends you know, a chip to the playoff could be in, in the uh, the offering for the team who wins, the team who loses may not be in the the mix. losing team in this game is probably done.
1: Their look at the natty in this, whoever loses this game, like they are probably gonna end up on the outside looking in just like that again another thing that makes college football so great is that every game matters Unlike the nfl where you can lose the game and still make the playoffs no no these two teams are 11 and 0 both these teams are 11 and 0 they're ranked 2 and 3 as you said jc the losing team of this game could be sol and on the outside looking in in the orange bowl or some shit
0: yeah and coaches could be on the uh, on the outs too Coaching's you're always on the hot seat. You're always measured by hot the, seat. the last time you played Michigan or Ohio State, respectively, and what you did. And uh, Coach Day at Ohio State does not want to look a trifecta in the eye.
1: Coach Day in his dyed black beard is just-for-men <laughs> jet black beard. not a decision.
0: Imagine the maintenance on that. I don't know what that New Hampshireite was thinking when he just decided he really wanted to commit to this
1: a little more context. Now we've been talking the last few episodes of the Sports Gloss and and if you listen to any other sports pod which you probably don't cuz you can get it all here. The, <laughs> what's been happening with Michigan football this year is crazy. Even as a devout Michigan football fan, I totally realize that it's been it's been a ludicrous year. Jim Harbaugh is going to miss another three games. He's going to only end up coaching half of the team's games this year. Like, that's absurd. Like, unheard of. I'm trying to embrace the heel being a Michigan fan, but... But that's that's interesting. We had the Connor Stallions. We had the sign stealing. Um, one can infer their own uh, severity to what the sign stealing is. It's you know, it's it's all quite quite interesting. Michigan's now adopted this sort of Michigan versus everybody. Even as a Michigan fan, I agree. It's a little, it's a little bit of a reach. It's a little bit of a reach, JC. But whatever, whatever. Let's go with it. This game on Saturday morning. Every year, this is the the best game to watch. But this year, all of this this build-up to this game, man, this is it, JC. This is it. Now, previous to the last two years. Now, Michigan has won this game the last two years. Previous to that, Ohio State had won the 13 before that. So the last two years, Michigan has won. Previous to that, the 13 before, Ohio State has won. Now, those games, I watched all those games, and that was a long, long, long road. The last two years that Michigan won, I can't tell you the elation and the jubilation I felt to watch the Wolverines win in Ann Arbor with just the slightest, slightest small snowflake falling and then last year, actually, that's when you and I first became friends when they went into the horseshoe and planted the fucking flag and made the I sent you that picture of the guy crying. And I think my line was hanging in the Louvre, the Ohio State lineman. <laughs> so they're like the history to this. Again, this is the 118th game. I'll I'll back up for a second. Let's focus on this game tomorrow, JC, or on Saturday morning we've got the battle of the quarterbacks. We got JJ McCarthy for Michigan. He's had an interesting year. We got Ryan McCord for Ohio State. Thanks Kyle, but Sorry, Kyle McCord, thank you. Yeah. Now, a month ago, Everyone would have thought that Michigan would have won this game. They would have been a big favorite in this game. I would have thought they'd be somewhere like probably eight and a half, ten point favorite in this game. Ohio State's played so well over the last three weeks, and Kyle McCord, your guy Kyle McCord's played so well over the last three weeks, he's kind of hit his stride that this game, it's a three and a half point spread now. Like this is a pick'em game. Last week, last week I watched a Michigan play Maryland. And that was a, people were labeling, you would say, it's a trap. It was a bit of a trap game, but Maryland played really well. And sort of the confluence of events around the Michigan football program, like it's all there, man. Like this is a soap
0: opera. Yeah, like you said, all of the events that have transpired with Michigan firing their linebackers coach last week as well. Yeah, And then on top of that, James J. McCarthy hasn't been playing as well. They were reluctant to throw the ball last week against Maryland. They didn't throw it in the second half. That says a lot and a conspiracy theorist emailed me he
1: did (laughs) and he said the reason that jj didn't throw it in the second half was because they're gonna come out slinging the pigskin against ohio state like they were sort of holding back they didn't want to give him that look right speaking of sign ceiling, but that's how intricate these this is like that's how important this is i don't know if that's true but i like it
0: i like that i like the
1: subterfuge
0: Yeah, we're not going to give them the tape on on what we like to do on third and long or what have you like that. That is, well, uh, Michigan, it's funny. They've been just rolling through teams, but at the same time, one would say, and even you said last week, they haven't played the toughest schedule. Ohio State, debatable as well. I mean, I guess they played Notre Dame. Notre Dame is okay, and both teams have beat uh, Penn State, so they have a common opponent there. Kind of similar kind of games the way they've been played out. Ohio State, from what I have seen, a little bit I've seen them this year. They rely on stout defense, Kyle McCord manages the game, and they have the best wide receiver in college football in Marvin Harrison Jr. Maserati Marv. <laughs> That's right. He's got over 1,000 yards receiving, I believe around like 13 He's touchdowns. arguably the best player in the game Like as, yeah. a,
1: as an individual player. I mean, he's going to be the highest NFL-drafted player in this game. He's yep. the best wide receiver in college football. He's a freak. Yep. Right? Like, he's the best player in the game. Watch him.
0: Yeah. His dad was a, a Hall of Famer and a legend on the field, so... You know, he's kind of carrying the torch there. They've got a solid uh, veteran running back with Travion Henderson in Ohio State. It's going to be formidable, but so does Michigan with Blake Corum. Uh, Donovan Edwards. Yeah, Donovan Edwards as well. I think it's going to be...
1: Here, wait, hold on. I got yeah. a, I got a, um, a running game stat for you that is quite telling. Now listen to this. The la- in the last 21 times the game, and this is the game, the last 21 times the game has been played, the team with the most rushing yards has won.
0: I believe it. Yeah, right? It's one of, the, one of the trenches, for sure. We
1: talked earlier about, in football, in any level of football, the guys that don't touch the ball at all, the offensive line or the defensive line— They don't get credit for how really that's where games are won and lost. Now, earlier, a few episodes ago on the pod, I was hyping the Michigan O-line. A lot of upperclassmen, really strong players. Lots of those guys will go on to play in the NFL, as will Ohio State. That's where the game's going to be won. The aforementioned running backs in the O-line... And um, the last 21 times, the game, the winner of the game was the team with the most rushing guards. I mean, that's where it is. This is Midwest football until next year. This is Midwest <laughs> football, right? And and that's
0: and that's where it's won. No, I believe it. And I think that's going to play out as well on Saturday. Like you say, I don't know what the condition is going to be, but typically it's God. cold. It's cold, it's, gray. Yeah.
1: And again, I am hoping, like it was two years ago, three years ago, I am hoping for just the lightest, just a little bit of snowflakes to add to the... To the, the magic
0: oh yeah just the aesthetics of this game is beautiful as well with the like scarlet uh white and gray versus the maize and blue like it um you know it always just plays out so beautifully on the on the field the game being
1: is being played in ann arbor at the big house i've said it before i'll say it again the big house for a reason as i wear the the big house shirt the biggest football stadium in north american in north america the biggest football stadium. There's only one bigger stadium in North America, and that's actually a NASCAR track in one of the Carolinas. Oh, yeah. There'll be 114,000 in full throat on Saturday morning in Ann Arbor. and I've been to Ann Arbor on a Saturday, and it is glorious.
0: <laughs> I think there's less people in the province of Saskatchewan than it's going to be at that game, but yeah, You're right it's, um, it's going to be a spectacle for sure, and, and all eyes will be there. Really excited. We'll talk about, we'll talk about our pick. Later on, on this game, yeah, I think we'll we'll save it for yeah. a moment. So I want to move on and let's look at the games of the week, and we'll mix in some of the storylines that go with there. It's rivalry week. I've got about eh, like six or so games here. I just want to hit, hit them quick. Yep, Civil War tomorrow actually. So hopefully this will be out by the time uh, this game is is on. But five thirty local Pacific in Austin. Yeah, in Eugene. Yeah, Oregon State, Oregon. This game, the line on this game is a head-scratcher, and I might take this line for Oregon State. half a half. Mm. Two touchdowns. Oregon State has been tough. They're ranked number 11. If you watched Oregon State play
1: UW last weekend. You they hung around. Kn- they sure did hang around, yeah. If the weather was better, they might have not won, but it could have been closer.
0: Yeah, they're, they're a tough team. They run the ball really, they're really good well.
1: They're a good team so does that's that's
0: a that's a tantalizing line at
1: 13 and a half between oregon oregon state and the civil war
0: i think and this is the last iteration for the media like right i imagine like uh, i don't know if the schedule looks like next year with oregon moving and oregon state staying in the pack two there two pack um I'm taking Oregon to win, Oregon State to cover. Yeah, I think like it's a- going to be tighter than two touchdowns. And I'm going to make a statement here. Bo Nix, six touchdown passes last week. I think he's his talents are going to be on display this week. I think we're going to Bo see- Nix
1: reminds me of a better J.J. McCarthy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a rich man's. A, r- a rich man's
1: J.J. McCarthy. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think uh, Bo Nix goes out has a stellar game, and becomes the Heisman Trophy frontrunner tomorrow. It's a Friday game. There's not a lot of other big games. It's prime time for a lot of people.
1: I wish we were in the States. We could watch this game. We didn't have to work. That's 530, but you know what I mean. We could work work our way into it.
0: Oh, yeah. Just a little tailgating. Mm. But I think tomorrow, Bonex goes out three, four, five touchdowns total. That's a juicy one to watch. And. We're talking Heisman. I want to watch that tomorrow night. Yeah. That's gonna be a cracker. That's gonna be a good one. Um, who you got? Oregon. Oregon You've State? got Oregon winning and Oregon State covering. Yep.
1: I think you're probably right on that. Okay. I think you're probably right on that. But just to be different, because I am oppositional in nature, I'm going to go with the Beaves to shock the world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Beaves. I'm going on a limb there, but I like the Beavs. Think I a little like- redemption a lot of people riding the riding the ducks right now yeah ducks are hot yep ducks and dogs look like they're heading to vegas to meet in the in the last game of pac 12 life
0: yeah that would be a fun rematch oh we all see it neutral site i might drive out to
1: langford to watch that game
0: (laughs) moving down south iron bowl Alabama is at Auburn and that's that line is the same Bama 13 and a half what do you got I
1: think I think I like Bama to win and cover
0: <clears throat> I agree Bama's been hiding in plain sight they're number eight right now there is a world there is a world where they have an outside chance to get in to get into yeah. the tournament they always yeah. seem to be just in the conversation yeah. which
1: they started slow, too. Yes. Just like Ohio State, they don't have sort of that big-name quarterback that's lighting the world on fire, so maybe they didn't get a lot of eyeballs early. But they've maintained. They've yep. maintained all year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like Alabama in that game. Auburn's a good program, but I'll take Alabama.
0: Yeah, I'll take Alabama, too. Just a quick note here. This is always the question that comes into my mind. Alabama loses early in the season to Texas. Is it better, J.K., to lose early or to lose late right that's alabama's only loss because of the texas yeah what is your thought just first first reaction when you think about you obviously don't want to lose but if you lose game two game three as opposed to losing game 10 game 11 what are your thoughts there does it matter
1: i think it's better to lose early than late i think you i think you learn from losing right put that on a shirt i think you learn from losing on that and you know, they, that was a that was a really good game against Texas. I still haven't seen Orange Manning throw the ball this year. Yeah. Um, I did have a guy I know who's from the state of Texas today throw me the hook'em horns today, which I always appreciate here All in right. Victoria, BC. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I don't mind the early loss. I don't mind the early loss. Next year, when there's 12 teams in... Alabama's in, and yep. and next year when it's more of a tournament format, they could win the whole fucking thing. And and if you bet on some them to do that, you'd be pretty smart.
0: Yeah, it's kind of almost like a March Madness appeal. Like next year, when you can get hot at the right time, you can mm-hmm. make a run. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna take the same thing as you, Alabama to cover and to win. Florida State, Florida, Florida State. Now we south. Yeah, now yeah. Florida, the Gators have had
1: a really crappy year. Florida State's been in the top four all year long. If you missed it, go look on the internet or go look on whatever your social media channel is, your favorite, and go look at the injury to FSU's quarterback. What's his name again, JC? Uh, Jordan Travis. Go look at Jordan Travis's injury in the, their game last week when his knee, the, from his knee down on his leg, gets put on sideways. It's it's a bit... It's It's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. Unless you're one of those freaks out there that likes that sort of thing, like me. Yeah, you like that. You don't get squeamish with that. You like to watch that. I, I like to watch it too. I like to
0: watch. Yeah, I like to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, I kind of watch and I kind of want to see what happened and I kind of want to play web and d <sighs> on the spot. And I think too. Because, Speaking of a Tib Fib snap, <laughs> I think, and I said this before. I think on air, but like. I've torn my ACL and I've had some like some ligament damage and things like that and had surgery, so kind of, I don't wanna say, dis- it doesn't desensitize me, but I've, I can look at those things and I kinda wanna look and say, I remember, I was like, uh, oh, Aaron Rodgers, torn Achilles. Like, I kind of... You saw it. I kind of see those things, and yeah. I, I kind of want to see it. But I like just,
1: watching it once. I'm not like some yeah. sort of... I don't want to watch it again and again
0: on repeat. Right. But I do like to see it once. Yeah. I remember Soak that, it in. The Dak Prescott was a bad one. The Paul bad. George was a bad one, too. It happens. Yeah, man. it happens. It happens.
1: Yeah. It happens. Um... So FSU has kind of dropped, did they drop into five or six? They dropped
0: out of the top four. Here's why I don't like that.
1: Here's why I don't like that. Yes. So every Tuesday, if you don't know now, you knew every Tuesday they rank the top four teams for the college football playoffs. I don't like how they've dropped FSU into six because of that injury. Those rankings should be done on what's happened, not what's going to happen. Agree. It's got to be on the previous, not the future. We don't know the future. So I don't like I don't like how they dropped, drop them next week or I mean they'll organically lose some games because they don't have their starting quarterback.
0: Yep, they haven't lost yet, and who's to say that they don't win out? Excuse me. Apparently their backup's solid. Yeah, apparently who's their backup's to say solid. They, they don't win out with their their backup. Crazy the, shit happens table. in college football. I mean Tua and Jalen Hurts is there you an go. example of that. There right? you go. Looking at both now. So, here we go. So, Florida State, six and a half point favorites. I think Florida State wins and covers. I think it might be a bit rocky early on, but I think they've got too much talent. They've got those big, amazing receivers at Florida State.
1: Is this game in the swamp? It's in the swamp. I love in the swamp how, I think it's after the third quarter, the whole place stands up and they sing, I won't back down by Tom Petty.
0: Yeah, I love, I
1: love that. That's
0: pretty cool. Turn I the lights off that. and yeah, 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 it is pretty special.
1: That's like Virginia Tech walking in and her Sandman at the big house, they play um, Mr. Brightside after the third quarter. Uh, and w- it was That's co-
0: pretty interesting. Killers yeah. are from Vegas. Nah. <laughs> so
1: it's just
0: was, it's just okay. At
1: Wisconsin, they a- play Jump Around yeah. after the third quarter. That's cool.
0: Michigan's missed a golden opportunity to play the Stooges or Iggy Pop, and they have quite a catalog because they're in Ann Arbor. The Stooges are an Ann Arbor band. Sure. I mean, why aren't you playing like um, – how about, a
1: little, uh, how about a little M&M? How about a little Marsha Mathers there you go. ingrained in the system? No, oh, that's that's a good one. Mo, give me some Motown. Give me the tracks of my tears.
0: <laughs> that's but it's, I, probably players, not going to play. I would I would love a little Search and Destroy from uh, the Stooges, but nice. I'll play that for you a little bit later. But put that on the, the pod note. There's quite a catalog there. But that being said, Floor State's going to roll. You made a reference just now to Inner Sandman, and that brings me to the battle for the governor's cup i had to give a little bit of love to my people in va Mm -hmm. virginia tech's going to charlottesville on the road two and a half point favorites i think tech rolls um uva they're still recovering from all the tragedies from last year new coach uh tech's got a solid running back okay i think i think the Hokies get it done the Hokies, the Hokies, and typically this game is on a Friday, so it's interesting that it's on the Saturday. This will typically be this
1: will be Friday. a hotly contested affair. That's what's so fun about rivalry week. All these games, and a season can be made in one in one game. You win this game, you you go on to play another year, coach another year.
0: Exactly. Neither teams have had stellar seasons, so this is their Super Bowl.
1: You're going with Virginia Tech and Marcus Vick. In this game,
0: I'll take I'll ride with our guy Kyle Long and the
1: Green Light Pod, one of Jamal and I' favorite pods. Yeah. I'll go with UVA in this game. Tony Bennett and the Cavaliers. Give me the Cavaliers in this game, Jamal. All right,
0: jot that jot that down. I love it. All right, Cavaliers for J.K. Uh, back close to home in uh, Seattle, we got Wazoo Washington <sighs> State. Traveling to Seattle, playing its number five, Washington, who's had just a gauntlet of games lately. Uh, UW is a 16 and a half point favorite. Big I, number. Always wary in these sorts of uh, rivalry games.
1: University of Washington is the only team in the country, in air quotes, to beat three three ranked top 25 teams. They're the only team yep. to do that.
0: And Wazoo's outside the tw- top 25 now. Washington. Had a weird
1: year in in Wazoo.
0: Yeah, yeah. Washington, number four. Wazoo was in the mix and, and had a decent start, but kind of fell off here. But Who you got? Apple Cup, Washington. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to cover. 16 and a half is a big ask. Mm-hmm. I, don't think I
1: think it'll be close, to. I think
0: it'll be closer than It's the Apple Cup, 17. man. These
1: games, they're they're it's all there
0: and once again just like the oregon state oregon civil war this is the last iteration as far as we can see so i think Washington- no no they've announced the apple oh, cup they have. Oh, the apple right.
1: cup is moving is going to carry on even though yes. washington's going to the big 10 you're right the sorry. apple cup is going to carry on
0: yeah uh two or three more at least on the slate five or five they've got they <laughs> they've they're booked for five okay yeah Nice.
1: Yeah, they want to continue on and do this. And so they should. These Again, these interstate robberies, like, they're so they're so much fun.
0: Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm looking forward to this one. Big game. We talked about it. We the game. Up the game. Ohio State, number two on the road in Ann Arbor at Michigan, 9 a.m. Michigan, three-and-a-half point favorites. Justin Kelly, who you got? It's 46-and-a-half. Yeah, that's a over under. Yep,
1: Michigan's gonna win and it's gonna go over. They're Ooh, gonna, yeah, Michigan's gonna win and it's gonna go over. Okay, I think out of nowhere there's gonna be some offensive displays, and I think it's Michigan's gonna win and it's gonna go over.
0: Michigan to win. I'll take the under, and just to keep it fun, Ohio State to cover.
1: Ooh, tighter than uh Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's entirely possible and, and, also and, could be and likely.
0: Yeah. You guys have a good field goal kicker?
1: Mm, not as good as we did last year. He's now stroking field goals for the San Francisco 49ers. Our guy can kick. Okay. He can kick. <laughs> There's going to be some field goals.
0: I think so. <sighs> we'll God, I just, I just got nervous. I just got nervous. <laughs> oh, that's all right. 46 and a half. Yeah. Don't bet the big house on that. Fear me. I think I'm taking the under. but The under is a smart bet,
1: but I feel like we're going to have a little bit of offense. I think the juices are going to be flowing and we're going to have some offense.
0: All right. I like points and breakfast at the same time. Mm -hmm. We'll see Mm -hmm. what happens. Just before we go to break here... Just wanted to say, how are you going to watch this game? What's your, your setup? like? Are you going to watch it live? Are you going to have it on tape delay? Are you watching it at home? As, me- go-
1: As mentioned, it starts at 9 a.m., which is a tough hustle for you and I with all these children we have. I'm I am going to watch on slight tape delay. Now I'm an old fashioned basic cable viewer, so I like the ability to record, pause, fast forward. In this game too, in this game too, there's gonna be so many bloody commercials. You watch this in live time and you take in every one of those commercials, you're an idiot. You don't like the Heisman House? I don't like the Heisman House. I will get down with Fansville because I do fuck with the Dr. Pepper from time to time. <laughs> And they're funny. They're funny
0: commercials.
1: They're funny, and I, Dr. Pepper is the only pop or soda that I drink. Oh, and once in a while, I, I'll will takes me back to my time in Texas. I will, I will slug back a Dr. Pepper.
0: Huh. learn something every day. Yeah,
1: yeah, I will get down with a Dr. Pepper. That's the only one I'll drink. Um, and the commercials are just relentless. They're just relentless. I think this game's on Fox. Yeah, probably I should know that, but I think it's on Fox, and they they won't miss an opportunity to to jam a Christmas commercial down our throat. Oh no. Oh no. We're going to get it all. So I'll watch this game on tape delay. Uh, I'll be battling with my children in the morning during the first half and watching as much as I can. Uh, I've set up the, the structure of the midday with my partner. When the baby goes down for a nap, you guys are getting out and I'm focusing in on the second half, and I will be fast-forwarding. I mean, this game is going to run four hours with all the aforementioned commercial breaks, so I'll work my way through that, and yeah, I'll be be very focused in the second half. Excuse me, in the first half, uh, likely a little bit less just based on the moving parts that I have in my life, but yeah, man.
0: What about you? Dr. Pepper's and no spoilers for Justin, then. That's right. That's right. Pepper's to the head, just what the good doctor ordered. For me, I will... I don't have, <laughs> I'll probably try to find some sort of stream of this. See, that's the difference between you and I.
1: I roll basic, basic cable, and you're a streamer. <laughs> that's it's funny. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like the uh, the grit, the uh, the challenge of, sure. of illegal business. Sure. But uh, that being said, I will probably watch it in real time, so I will try not to uh, ruin your your morning with any sort of updates. But I'll be watching on my own. I might even have, like, headphones on. And just kinda lock in here. For a big game, I like to Yeah. I like to kind of tune out everything. I love I know last year I had a Super Bowl party and I like having people over for those types of events when I'm just kind of more of a casual. Yeah. But if it's something where I'm a little bit more invested, I personally like to be distraction free. I'll have my phone, I'll be, you know, texting with buddies, kind of doing a little bit of back and forth and commentary of the game and what have you. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I prefer to not be in a crowded space. Yeah. Um. I will say this though. Kind of thinking back, there are certain events where if you're in the town of the the team, so mm-hmm. to speak. Like I remember when I lived in San Francisco, and when the San Francisco Giants were on a on a heater and won a couple of uh, a World Series, it was so much fun being in a bar to be in a bar when you know everybody in there is wearing black and orange yeah and it's a it's a nice consolidated effort yeah and it just brings the energy up that's
1: the cool thing about sports though brings people together sports and food one of the few things that brings people together and that's what's that's one of the things that's so cool about sports is that that's what it does it's a galvanizer
0: yeah, people put aside all their other things. Mm-hmm. If you're wearing those same colors, mm-hmm. let's go. Mm-hmm. We're we're buddies. Yeah, yeah, we're battling for a few hours.
1: We'll be battling
0: on Saturday morning. Woo! Let's take a break. Welcome back to the Sports Class with Justin Jamal. A little best of the rest, JK. Just going to take a tour of what's happening. A tour the, de what, force. Yeah. Wide world of sports. First up, you called it, and I want to highlight that. Congratulations to the Montreal Alouettes. Got the job done. Underdogs. Won the Grey Cup. BC's own, I forgot the kid's name, but a BC receiver for the Alouettes caught Touchdown pass.
1: Tyson Philpot. That's it. Corey Philpot's son, who was a longtime BC Lions running back, Corey Philpot, his kid who played the University of Calgary, caught the winning TD. If you watch the Lions back in the day, Corey Philpot, number six, was everywhere.
0: Everywhere. And his son also wears number six and had the big six to to win it there at the end there. 11 seconds left. Good game. It. Great game.
1: I sort of stumbled into the fourth quarter and was pleasantly surprised.
0: Yeah. Those,
1: you Now, you watched the halftime show. What about Green Day? They were
0: pretty good.
1: Did They're, they play American Idiot? Oh, can I say that on American Thanksgiving <laughs> when you got your Canadian citizenship? Yeah, I can. Of
0: course you can. I caught parts of it. They might have had that in their playlist. If they did, I missed it. But it was... Um, that halftime was show
1: was well-received.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a fun show, for sure. It was, it was good. And so they put on a good show. They were really into it. They kept shouting out Hamilton while they were there, so it was cool. Lovely. Yeah. So, Alouettes get the win. Nice way to round out the, the CFL season.
1: The jaunty Alouettes. That's Let's right. talk tennis
0: for a second. tennis time. That's right. Novak Djokovic, revenge was served cold. To your boy Yannick Sinner. Now,
1: a couple weeks ago you told me that the tennis season was over, yet here we are. We went to Guadalajara, and now we're in end of November. Don't play the Christmas music yet, and they're still playing tennis? They are. Tennis never sleeps, kind of like the MLS. True.
0: Off-season? We don't need no off-season.
1: Yeah. What's going on with my boy Yannick Sinner? Love a Sinner.
0: He has had a banner year. He's up to number four. He'll finish the year number four, which is the highest he's ever been. He won some master's tournaments this year. And Djokovic took this one um, pretty easily, six three six three. finishes the year as the ATP final champ, number one in the world. But this weekend, there's still some, some business to be done because tennis don't sleep, JK. It doesn't. So the Davis Cup, which is the team competition in tennis, is going right now and we're in the semifinals and italy is up against serbia mm. so we mm. might see more center djokovic this weekend canada unfortunately lost to finland in the quarterfinals i saw that don't yeah. like losing
1: i do not like losing to finland i know last, neither do you as a proud canadian now
0: no i do like emil russovori but i still like <sighs> sure like, you do i do like to see uh, the canadians win so last year they won they couldn't do the same this year so uh we'll see how it unfolds but that's the big tennis talk and now we'll we'll see how that happens and we kick a couple weeks off and then we're going down under australia
1: And starts all starts again
0: all starts again i've already placed my future bet on yannick center to win the australian oprah really yeah 12 to 1
1: like those odds
0: it's good odds
1: I love I actually like the Australian Open. It's sort of like the turning of a new year. I like when you see the Aussie Open kinda you see that Australian heat, that summer
0: heat in Australia. I feel like it's a dawn of a new day, a new year. I like the Aussie Open. As Andy Roddick said on the breakpoint series, playing at the Australian Open is like playing inside of a hairdryer.
1: Andy Roddick doesn't really need a hair dryer anymore.
0: Oh no, he's looking <laughs> like me these days for sure. Oh man, shout out to Brooklyn Decker. Yes. So. Yes. On a. <laughs> yes. On a lighter note, no, 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 no. No, it's not lighter. Not light. Yeah. On a spider note, a not spite note, but whatever. Did you happen to see with Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Irsay? said this week
1: who's a noted
0: noted bigot
1: while uh, oh, I was gonna say wild card <laughs> now he's he's done some weird shit through the years right yes. he's the owner of the Indianapolis coats he's he's often kind of got a little bit loose here and there what did he say the other day I, I would like you to say it because I don't want to misquote him I feel like you have it
0: in your hopper I'm just gonna filter it down to what we need to talk about and it's uh-huh. the fact that he basically said he's a victim because he's a white billionaire
1: so he's saying that he's a victim he's being judged or um, l- grouped with other white
0: billionaires he had an arrest in a few a few years ago I believe yeah. and uh, a billion
1: will buy it of an arrest if,
0: if memory serves he said that he was targeted uh, more or less because he's, <laughs> he's a, white a white billionaire, billionaire. yeah oh, targeted oh, oh, white oh. B- with a B. Yeah, But <laughs> the B, Billy, not <sighs> Millie. Either way you slice it, it's pretty nice. Is that tone deaf or is he just a lunkhead? I think or a bigot. Both, all three. I think all of those. I think him and Donald Sterling probably summer together. But I think um, it just the thing. I reason I want to bring this up is just the delusional nature of some of these. Owners, in particular the NFL owners, you've got your Jerry Jones and all these guys. Pretty, it's a pretty um, monochromatic.
1: Is it ever ownership? Uh, mm-hmm. And in the right NFL. and right leaning.
0: Yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. And you know they're the guys that are essentially writing. Um, uh, Commissioner Goodell's checks.
1: They're paying Commissioner Goodell you know, forty-six million a year. Last year, that's how much they paid him.
0: Forty-six million. I heard on Dan Patrick. If you uh, had the cumulative results of all of uh, Goodell's contracts, it's yes. somewhere in the seven hundred plus million range. Wow, great stat. Well, seven hundred s- million over seven hundred million. Like that just sit in, in the last in for a ten years or something. Whatever it is. Yeah. Just to kind of hide the bodies for these guys, to be honest. Wow. And, prom- wow. and promote quarterback protection. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, all that being said. And replays
1: at the end of the game, upon replays at the end <laughs> yeah, of
0: the game. Yeah, yeah. Upon the replay. I mean, while we're here, just as well, I just want to say Tom Brady, speaking of you know, millionaires and billionaires, mm. he came out this week and said it's an inferior product this year in the NFL. And I had saw some- that. I saw that. I actually agree with him, and mm-hmm. I won't get into the minutia of it, but I think it's right. I think the product this year hasn't been great. We've seen... We've got has these, it? We've talked about that. You and I have talked about that. And this is in part why we haven't talked a lot of NFL this year, I think, as well. Um, I think we'll talk about it more as we get to the playoffs, but... It's been watered... It feels watered down. It does. New York Giants' starting quarterback currently is Tommy DeVito. Who the fuck is Tommy DeVito? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. He's not mm-hmm. Danny
0: DeVito's kid, but he might as well be. Mm-hmm. It's... There's... There's a dearth of, of talent at quarterback. There's a lot of issues with injuries and yeah. what have you. So to boot on top of this, to have Jim Marce make these statements, just
1: really doesn't do a targeted lot. Targeted as a white billionaire. Right. God,
0: I'd like to get targeted as a white billionaire.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do we all, I guess? But it it just uh, it just kind of like bothers me. But at the same time, the thing that bothers me probably the most is I'm going to watch the games on Sunday and Monday. Mm-hmm. and i watch the games today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch the game tomorrow because it's a Black Friday game now because football never sleeps. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. But just all I want to say is that uh, Jim Merce is on uh, my shit list and it should be on yours too. Speaking of shit list, let's talk about the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, what a shit list they are.
1: <laughs> and here's the thing about the Edmonton Oilers. Every hockey prognosticator this year, worth their salt, picked the Oilers to win it. Like, that was the very, very popular choice, and for good reason. Connor McDavid is the best player that our eyes will ever see. Let me repeat that. Connor McDavid is the best player our eyes will ever see. The way he moves, the way he skates, no one's going to do that again in your lifetime. No one's going to do that. They 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 fall out. They bumble into this terrible start. Terrible start. They've got the German German big Leon Drysadel. So recently, they you know, long story short, they fire their coach. So Ken Holland goes to the goes to the media and says, "Hey, we fired Jay Woodcroft. We're going to bring in this guy Knoblock." He gets asked straight up, "Did you talk to the team about the decision to do this?" And he says, "And he says, no players." were were consulted about this decision now if this is true and there's no reason why it wouldn't be true i mean this wouldn't be something to lie about if he talked i mean why wouldn't you say i i talked to the best player of our generation just to get his input he says he didn't talk to anybody on the team he made this decision right and again why would he lie like this is this is banana lands this is real dicey, JC. This is real dicey. Is this a move to try and keep Connor in Edmonton when his contract's up? Is this a move to to kind of reek? Now they've got his agent as part of the management group. They've got his junior coach. And now the the HC there. It's weird, man. Weird, weird things coming out of the north side of E-Town.
0: It reeks of desperation. Just a little bit I know. And oh, what yeah. What you're narrating currently. It just yeah. fe- feels like... Yeah, desperation. I saw a headline earlier today, and I know I'm not a bit uh, hockey honk here, but it said the next ten games will more or less decide if they're going to go to the playoffs, which is a bold statement when we're not even at Christmas Day. But how do you not talk to how do you not talk to the core of that team,
1: four or five guys on that team, and say, "Hey, are you guys? Is the coat? Is this message messaging of the coach? Is it you know?" Is no one into this anymore? Do we need to make a move? And and Ken Holland says we didn't talk to the core of the team. We made this decision. This is some zany shit, man. This is weird. Now let's jump into the the uh, the aforementioned in last week's pod. The Vancouver Canucks continue to be pretty warm. They're not hotter than a pistol like they once were, but they're they're moving in the right direction. Quinn Hughes. Again, the best skating Canucks defenseman ever second on that list would be Yerke Lume. The Canucks are looking good. No one saw that coming. At the beginning of the year, if you would have said, who's going to be looking better near the end of November, the Canucks or the Oilers, the whole world would have picked the Oilers because of the talent they have. And yet here we are, another great thing about sports.
0: It brings people together and anything can happen. That's why we play the game, to see how it all plays out. That's why we play the game. Do you think and I know it's early days, but do you feel right now as a Canucks fan, is it sustainable? Like do you think this team is a playoff team? I mean, we're really early on. Too
1: but, early to say, but yeah. It does feel sustainable. I don't I don't think they're gonna stay this hot. Right. But they're looking really good. I mean, man, I was jumping away from the Canucks last year and now <laughs> I'm I'm dialing in for third periods. I'm I'm checking in on them to see what's happening. They're they're actually fun to watch. Nice. In previous years they weren't fun to watch at all. I mean, Bruce there it is. That was kind of fun. But you know, you could just see they were they were out class. But this year they kind of got it together, man. So, yeah, I'm not I'm it's early.
0: It's early. Let's you- pa- let's pause. Did you talk to the Sadine twin about it when you were... Henrik or Daniel? Yeah.
1: Yeah, again, still trying to figure out who that was. <laughs> I, like I said, smelt like a Henrik, could have been a Daniel. <laughs> that concludes episode 35 of the Sports Gloss with Justin and Jamal. Again, thanks so much for listening. Obviously, ton of options out there. A podcast to listen to you taking a little bit of time to listen to us we really appreciate that again tell your friends if you're enjoying it tell your friends but spread the good word jamal what do we say to the people survive in advance have a nice weekend we'll see you next week peace happy
0: thanksgiving